Good morning, everybody. It is Daylight Savings Day. That's the day, the first day we uh, we enact Daylight Savings every year. Uh, so March 14th, Sunday. I love Sundays. Sundays are a time with, at home. Uh, really treasure just kind of mentally spending some time with them, uh, with my family, uh, relaxing. It's pizza. We get pizza every Sunday. I love pizza. And we also do, I also do phone banks on Sunday with an organization really, really like the Center for Common Ground. So it, there's just a lot of good about Sundays. And today it's an hour earlier waking up and that, that's a little tough, but it's beautiful out here. It's quiet. The sun's coming up. Um, can't see the sun directly, but you can see the sun hitting the clouds. Hey, this morning I want to uh, check in on the the fight for the fight to vote. It's March fourteenth, uh, and ten days from now, March twenty fourth, the bill that we're fighting for in the Congress, HR one, um, is going to be taken up in the U.S. Senate. It's going to be introduced into the Rules Committee, which Amy Klobuchar, Senator Amy Klobuchar heads up. And that will produce the beginning of a debate and hearings and uh, reports. And then there will be eventually a vote in the committee and it will come out of the committee um, assuming that it's at least an, uh, a deadlocked vote. It will come out of the committee and to the floor. This is going to be a months long process. I expect us to have to step up our advocacy and to mobilize even more than now. This is going to be the greatest fight for voting that we have seen since 1965. This is going to take us all, take all of what we've got. And we only have a chance only because Dems won the presidency. Dems got to 50 votes in the Senate with our victories in Georgia. We have a narrow majority in the House. And the, the prevailing policy emphases of the Dems are moving increasingly small D democratic and progressive. All of these things have to happen for us to be in this position and they have, and they have, that's, that's something we have to capitalize upon. And we also need to embrace and appreciate. Today, I want to take up a question that I got in an email yesterday from a CP volunteer. And if you have questions that you'd like me to like ruminate on, do a little research on whatever for the podcast, Go ahead and send them to my email, david at commonpower.org. And I will uh, uh, consider them as future topics. This one, though, uh, is the first one to do, the first one I'm going to do this way. And I, I, I got the question and I was going to respond to the person. Uh, but I said, you know what? Let me just take this up on the podcast. So the question goes roughly like this. I 
David in the past have often said that we fight for the right to vote and the right to cast a vote um, for all Americans who are adults, 18 years and older. We fight for their right to vote for all, 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 all. Um, and that I can live with a democracy where everybody gets the right to vote. I can live with it when my candidates don't win, when uh, the goals that I have are not achieved. As long as people have the chance to register to vote and it's, it, it's reasonably accessible for people to cast their votes. So the question is, do we really want to let everyone vote or do we really, are we, we or, and in addition, so do we really want to let everyone vote? And also, do we really want, um, if they are going to vote, do we really want to help them to vote? Okay. And those are similar, but slightly different questions. So I want to take them up both. Now, the first one sounds loaded. Do we really want everyone to vote? Um, and I think that I'm going to take away the loadedness of it and try to take it on its kind of face value and, you know, assume the good faith intention. Because this person said, look, there's a lot of people out there who voted for Trump. Um, 72 million exactly, or roughly. And that's, you know, those people are not trying to build a more just and inclusive democracy like common power has as a goal. Do we really want them to vote? That's what's embedded in the first, in both these questions. And the first part of it is have the right to vote. And the second part is, do we want to help them to vote? So yes, I really believe that we want everybody, everybody to have the right to vote. Who's an American citizen who's 18 years old. We want them all to have the right to vote. I would include those folks who are disenfranchised, of course, um, because of incarceration or previous incarceration. I think that you lose your freedom when you're incarcerated, but you should not lose your citizenship. And citizenship includes the right to cast a vote. So I think everybody should have the right to vote 18 years and older in this country. And I believe that that is the ethically right position if we're going to call ourselves a democracy. Now, we can quibble over whether we're functionally a republic or a democracy. A democracy assumes that everybody has a vote. Um, and not everybody does because those under 18 don't in our society. Um, and we don't all vote on the same legislation. We elect people to represent us. And that's where you get into the issue of a republic, a representative republic, where people, we elect people to represent us. I'm all for that. I love, love the representative nature. You've got to have that. We can't all 300 million of us vote on the same things. We need people who will represent us. I think that everybody 18 years and older should have the right to vote for um, our representatives, our senators, our governors.
our House representatives, our state legislators, our city council members, our school board members, and that those folks should represent us. Now, when everybody has that right to vote, there are going to be times and places where they're going to, we are going to elect people that are truly opposed and seek to do damage, not just psychological, but real policy damage to people's lives. There are many people in office right now who are pursuing agendas that are devastating to people's lives and people's hearts. And I don't want those people in office. I don't want them, not one, and certainly not hundreds or even thousands. So you fit your face with that issue that if you're gonna fight for the right to vote, for everybody to vote, then you're gonna uh, empower a large number of people who disagree with you. That is true. And that is by definition the 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 nation the notion of a of a free thinking open democracy. People have the ability to think for themselves and to reach different conclusions, as tragic and as unfortunate as that can be. Would I love for those differences of opinion to be bracketed? in certain ways? Of course I would. Of course, absolutely. But there's an awful lot of intellectual danger there. I don't, don't believe that I've always got it right. And I know historically that majorities have often not had it right on all kinds of things from equality and uh, representation to to access, to ownership, just so many instances. But I want everybody to have the right to vote because it's the ethically right position. It is the position that I am mobilized for. Now, I believe that when that is the right to vote, the people have the ability to register to vote and then to cast a vote. And that's those two pieces are both part of the right to vote, the ability to register and the ability to cast a vote. Um, when both of those are present, we then enter into a space where we get to let the elected candidate win. And I believe firmly in majority rule. It's the only fair mechanism. I believe when it comes to elections, it's the only fair mechanism, but it's inevitably going to produce outcomes that I do not deep, deep, deep do not want. So that gets to the second part. Do we want to encourage everybody to vote? I think the answer to that is yes. We want to encourage everybody to vote, but I think that our responsibility at Common Power is to mobilize, to do the work, to mobilize those who are committed to a just and inclusive democracy. Our job is to devote our time and treasure 
to do the work to mobilize. So encourage everyone to vote, yes. But do the work to get up early to make phone calls, to knock doors, to travel across the country, to find partner orgs who, who believe in us and who we align with, to invest in next generation leaders, to raise the money, to do the podcast, to make the phone banks, to to write our communications and our email, all the things that go into it. That's work. That's work. Democracy is a verb. It is not a self-enacting idea. It requires the work. And if we're going to operate out of relative privilege at common power, the ability to, to have homes, place to live, to have the time to do this work, to be educated, then the reality is that we have a responsibility to take action, to turn democracy into a verb. So I believe that we should, everyone should have the right to vote. Everyone should be encouraged to vote. And that our, our mission is to do the work to mobilize those voters who want to build a more just and inclusive democracy. To me, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the calling we do, we have. That's our work. Now, I want to discuss though, the last piece of this, which is, should we have majority rule at all places at all times? I believe we should have majority vote all the way through our elected, uh, 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 frameworks how we elect people in elections and how we vote on policies in the house us in the senate majority vote in legislatures in school boards because again it starts with the votes of people who elect officials those officials then make decisions and issue their votes and they are accountable to the public at some point for election or re-election. I think that majority vote should drive. But there's no question that there are many instances when there are majority sentiments that are absolutely um, unethical, tragic, and offensive. Racist, sexist, homophobic. I, it's not even worth listening to the number of instances. There's so many of these these times. In those periods, in those moments, the way the system has to work is that we, the citizens, we, the people, do the work to try to, to get elected individuals who will respect the ethical principles that are in play, equality, freedom, liberty, justice, that will, the people who respect those principles fight for them. We do the work to get them elected. And if it doesn't, if we don't get it done one year, we come back the next year and we keep coming back and we find new candidates and we keep fighting because that's the only way you move people in a democracy is by showing up all the time. And so if we lose and there's devastation, then it's horrible and we stand against it. And our response is to fight, to enter into the streets, to register our protests, 
to march to places and communicate are just are un, the unacceptableness of it to to mobilize voters by registering them and catalyzing them to vote that is our that is our that is our approach if you go back uh, you know 70 years uh maybe not even that far clearly majorities in this uh, in this country because uh for all kinds of reasons we're opposed to equal rights equal rights for women equal rights for across racial lines increasingly those majorities moved the other way towards equality in no case on equality are we at like you know absolute majorities we still have a good distance to go but in a democracy where people can think freely that's the work of us is to move those folks and the arc of the moral universe does get bent when we work so we're going to lose and bad things are going to happen they have happened in the last four years people's lives are devastated but to move off of these principles of everyone having the right to vote everyone being encouraged to vote and then allowing people to do the work to mobilize the perspectives that they want to move off of these principles is to move off of democracy it is to move to something else to what a aristocracy to a authoritarian space to uh some kind of two-thirds majority the kind of thing that stops all legislation in the u.s senate you know when the country was founded america with and my god there were there were majorities in support of horrible things then the genocide of native natives in this country and the support for enslavement the support to deny women rights these are these are horrible horrible um so that horrible things happen the responsibility of every generation is to learn to unlearn to see and then to do the work to do the work i am not going to move off of that principle that everyone just has the right to vote should in our democracy and should be encouraged to vote the only, the answer in that situation to making sure good things happen is to do the democratic work to to not do that work is to sit by the side and hope and i love hope but it is too often the reservoir of place for people of privilege is to sit in their hope because things are pretty good where they are rather than to do the work for all we today fight for the right to vote for all americans 18 years and older we are in the state of washington very close to making it so that every person formerly incarcerated gets the right to vote restored to them upon exiting their incarceration time 
I think they should have it during their incarceration time, which is only present in two states in America. We will get there. I believe it. We will get there. And where we are now is not as just and inclusive as I want, but it's about to be better than it's been because currently the law is that you only get the right to vote act back after incarceration, parole, and probation. So it's on us to do the work. The fight to vote is the endless story of democracy. The endless story. What a glorious thing it is to be part of this. What a horrible reality that we need to fight for it. That's, that's human. That's the way it is. We're deeply flawed people. But we can see the sunlight. And we can see what's right. And then we need to do the work. Let's get back to work. Let's do this work. March 14th. We have months ahead of us to get voting rights legislation passed through the Senate. Oh, it is great that we have the opportunity. It is great that we have the opportunity.